It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. Back for another year, it is Talking Twins and More with myself, Nix, and joining me from twinfo.com.au, Naomi Dolan. How good is it finally to be back? Oh, Nikki, I've missed this. I I have actually missed this. Oh, my goodness. And I have to say, we talked about um, trying to only take, I think, about three or four weeks off. And I think it's been about three or four months. It's a bit like our original launch. You know, that got uh, held back a little bit now, yeah. this has, but that's life. That's it life is. with multiples. It is exactly <laughs> that. And look, we do have an exciting season ahead, don't we? We do. We're going to mix it up a little bit this time. Um, we're really looking forward to it. You've got to know about Nikki and I. And we're going to start off this year with our birth stories because we've done a big build up to that. And then we're going to move on to something else. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of guests this season. And that just uh, reminded me, if you want to get involved in the podcast, if you've got a story that you want to share, part of your multiple multiple journey, um, all of your multiple journey, get in contact with us. Absolutely. Head to our uh, Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast, and send us a message. Now, we are going to get to our birth stories, and this time we do actually mean it in the next couple of weeks. But first of all, let's catch up, because literally we haven't, despite all the best interests, we, we intended on catching up multiple times over the break, and it just, it all went pear-shaped. But how are you going? Look, there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel now. If we had spoken a couple of months ago I don't know how bright that light would have been shining but everything is good um it's just been yeah I mean where do you even start it's been a really long three months uh Mm. Christmas has happened New Year's happened we've been on a cruise for two weeks um my gosh where do we even start well let's start with the biggest topic at the moment and if you look if you are listening back at a previous date to this podcast right now today the most talked about topic in the world is the coronavirus COVID-19 um how are you and your family because I've seen so many different conversations on social media and there's no right or wrong lots of multiple families concerned everybody at different age groups um different family situations different locations how are you feeling about this whole global crisis that we we found ourselves in oh look i mean it definitely scares me um be it the um, actual physical impact that it can have on everybody's health but as well as the economic damage that is going to occur from it um personally for me i'm really worried about my my parents um you know they're, they're getting older sorry if they're listening, um, but you know, like I'm in they're the getting same older. Situation, they're, yeah, yeah, they're not in the best of health. Some of them, mm. um, you know, well, Dave's parents live in Hong Kong, um, so we were really worried about them because uh, they were actually here when it all happened, and we were like, oh, are they even going to be allowed to travel home? Um, so yeah, there's a lot to worry about. What about you, Nikki? Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, we'll get to it a little bit later, but my kids have actually been sick pretty much nonstop for the last four weeks. And that's, Uh. that's posed a really interesting twist on everything for two reasons. One is we haven't been anywhere where we've been in contact with anybody who would have COVID-19. So, um, you know, that, that's not a concern for us, but more so I've been worried about them recovering to get strong enough if they are faced with, with the new virus um and then yeah the second thing is sort of like then you go out even to the shops and your child coughs and everyone sort of stares you down like should you be out should you be in some kind of quarantine and it's hard because common influenzas coughs colds um tonsillitis we also had are all very 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 high at the moment as well 
So, you know, it's, it's a really tricky situation and, like, yeah. It is. I mean, particularly when, I mean, you and I both have um, Premier twins, mm. you know, so they're, they're slightly immune compromised. Anyway, starting from that, um, I know, like, in my case, one of my child, um, he has um, his lungs. He's always had lung issues. So if he gets sick, he gets quite sick. Uh, so that that kind of thing is a little bit scary. And I really feel for the families that have mm. extremely, um, you know, immunocompromised. Yeah. And, and the multiple parents. I mean, I, you know, we always see on so many of our Facebook groups that we follow so many of the beautiful new bubs coming through NICU and special care. And one can't help but think that anxiety of, you know, keeping these newborns away, although it does appear that this virus at this particular date in time doesn't affect children as much as it does uh, the elderly. So, so that seems to be a weird positive. It is, it is for, yeah, for little children it is. But, I mean, yeah, there's just so much to consider. Mm. I know that when we got discharged, it was right in the middle of, um, in Brisbane now, it was like the Royal Easter Show in Sydney, it's called the ECA. And we were released during the ECA from special care. And he said, under no circumstances are you to take these premature babies to... Because yeah. um, that's you the know, first to, thing you were going to do. Yeah, I know, I know, right? Yeah. Um, but, I, I'm, yeah, I've been thinking about that a little bit recently. I yeah. thought, wow, you know, I, I guess I'd be pretty scared coming out now with um, little premature babies with everything that's going on. And I have to ask, because I've seen um, various posts on this as well. I mean, I know that I was heavily affected by the formula crisis um, four years ago when I had to move my boys uh, to formula. Yes. And I remember being incredibly frustrated having to go to the supermarket and being limited to two tins when we were going through four to six a week um, just to keep my boys going. And I thought, well, you know, I've got twins. There's no compensation for this we need. And, and now I sit here and think wipes, nappies, the amount of bulk items that so many families mm-hmm. need, um, you know, in this panic buying crisis that's affecting not just toilet paper but other products now as well. Absolutely. I mean, the only thing I think that for me, um, which I actually haven't done but I probably should go and do, is um, just to stock up on a few um, bottles of Panadol or um, Nurofen and things like that. So if we do get sick, that we do at least have some kind of medication available to us. I've done that. Have you? I have done virtually no other panic buying and I think I'll probably run out of toilet paper and I accept that. But it was the one thing. And again, because my kids are sick at the moment and I thought, you yeah. know what, just an extra bottle or two of Panadol and Nurofen just in the back of the cupboard isn't going to go to waste in the future. And you know what, what harm is it having that? And I do feel a bit bad, but I'm not buying the end of stuff out. I'm just buying an extra one or two of the, the critical things. That same thing that I think could be handy should we get hit. Yeah. And I think, I mean, most parents have always got a bottle of Panadol in the cupboard anyway, don't they? Yeah. Well, you should. You should, just in case. In case. Well, I'd love to hear how everybody else is is coping and how they're feeling about it. Yeah. So um, we'll pop a post up on our Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. And um, we'll we'll ask, you know, is there things that you have stocked up on? Are there things that you are worried about? Are you worried about your parents? Are you worried about you? Are you worried about your children? Or do you think that um, the whole world has gone a bit crazy and everyone's overreacting? I guess only There's time no right or wrong. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Everyone's entitled to an opinion on this one and uh, we're not going to know for a very long time. Uh, let's change tones next. Uh, we do have a lot of catching up to do from holidays. We'll get to that next on Talking Twins and More.
It's Talking Twins and more with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyainley.com. Naomi, we haven't caught up in ages because uh, we've had holidays, a few little holiday hiccups, some mishaps, but certainly some tales. How was your break? Uh, look, great. Um, I, I mean, I can't believe that we haven't caught up since before Christmas. Um, I mean, it seems like so it's much crazy. has happened in that time, but yeah. yet again, nothing really has happened um, because we've, yeah, we've all been sick as well. I, I know you just said before you guys have been mm. sick. Well, we went on a cruise. We went on a beautiful 12-night cruise around the South Pacific. We had a lovely time. It was fantastic. We, However, should, we should preempt this by saying this was actually pre-coronavirus cruise yes, outbreak. Yes, um, just to make was. sure that people understand that you – because you did get very, very sick because we were meant to catch up straight after your cruise and you were really, really unwell but not with coronavirus. No, thankfully. But I did get influenza A, um, which I then kindly shared with only Dave and thankfully not the kids um but yeah and I tell you it has shed a whole new light on it because I don't think I've really ever had influenza before but Mm. um it really had knocked me for six and it wasn't just the actual time I was sick it took me about a month to really recover after the two weeks of the sickness so for me it was sort of six weeks of being ill how did you cope with, were the kids back at school by then? Because I know you had a lot planned at the beginning of the Christmas holidays and then leading into Christmas and then you had this cruise. How did you go with the whole balancing? Because, you know, one of the biggest things is you don't stop being a mum. No, I was extremely lucky. We actually had Dave's parents. They live in Hong Kong and they were here visiting. Uh, so there were two days where I actually just said, you know what, everyone else is here. There's plenty of people to look after the kids. Dave's mm. parents and Dave, obviously, because he was still he had three days of leave left before he went back to work, and I just stayed in bed for two of them, yeah. and I more so did that because I could. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I was very ill, but I don't, I don't have that opportunity normally. Yeah. I'm looking after the kids. Yeah. And I thought for the first time I can actually just stay in bed. Oh, what? And in, I did. In in a strange way, <laughs> what good what good timing in a way that it you was, had that support. I know. Yeah, really lucky because we don't have that kind of support where we can just call on people. Um, so to be able to to just stay in bed when I was sick was just the best thing. And if it took me, you know, if I was sick for six weeks and I had help and was able to spend time in bed, I dread to think how long it would have taken me to recover if I hadn't have had that help. My goodness. Now, just on the note of the cruise, although it is a little bit of a, a weird topic at the moment, but it will come back around in turn, no doubt. A lot of people always say is, you know, hot and cold about cruising with twins in particular. How did you find it? How did the whole family enjoy the experience or what was it like? Look, we were nervous. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that, that. It was either going to be fantastic or it was going to be absolutely awful. I'm really pleased to report that it was in the fantastic bracket. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, though, if you talk to my eight-year-old daughter, um, people say, oh, how was the cruise? And she'll say, oh, it was okay. I didn't like the food, though. Oh, really? Isn't there something ever, for everything? Have you ever heard someone say they don't like the food on a cruise before? Oh, isn't that the best bit about going on a cruise? I other know. than the fact that it's like lazy and you wake up in places, but you can eat literally anything. Seriously, wow. you, the, the world was her oyster, so to speak. And is she and normally a fussy eater? No. Wow. But she just basically didn't eat. And I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm a bad parent, but I actually got to the point where I said to her, you know what, if you're not going to eat, 
please don't come to lunch with us. You can stay in the cabin and read your book. That's fair enough. Because you're ruining my holiday yeah. with me arguing with you over the fact that you need to eat something. But isn't it funny how you let those little things slip? Um, we went on holidays actually up to Queensland. We're also meant to catch up with you. We'll get to that a little bit later. But I found myself giving in more things like Hunter, who is my really bad eater, rather than face a battle because I'm on holidays with him and go, okay, this is what you have to eat, your dinner, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, if you want wheat bix you can have wheat bix for dinner, which is terrible because it's another normal day. But you just you just go, I want to enjoy this two weeks where we're away. We had enough obstacles against us because of all sorts of bits and pieces. And I thought, just have what you want. Stuff it. I agree. <laughs> I'm, you funny. know, Going on holidays really, particularly I think when you have younger multiples, there's there's no real difference. It's just you have a different view out the window. Yeah. You still have That's to deal so with You take all life. your baggage with you. you yes. You can't so leave it behind. There, no. <laughs> so if there's a couple of little things that you can do, like not arguing about food, then, and you know what, if there's a few extra cheeky wines or champagnes or beers in there along the way as well, then that's, that's how it is. So be it. So be it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's got to be a holiday somehow. That's it. I agree <laughs> with you. So what, how was the rest of your holidays? Look, good, good. Um, yeah, everything went really well. Um, the school holidays went really quickly. I must be one of the few parents that actually went, oh, my gosh, are they going back already? I'm not ready for this. Um, but, no, we had a really a nice holiday except for the influenza. But <sighs> you know what? That happens and we've And you're doing better now. And yeah, totally. And look, we didn't have coronavirus, so it's all in perspective really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, not yet. Now, That's what about funny. you? Because we were meant to catch up and I was so excited because you were coming to my beautiful sunshine state, weren't you? I was and I came and I will be honest, for the first four days there was not a drop of sunshine in place. So we managed to leave uh, Newcastle where we live just at the beginning of the epic rainy flooding season, you know, that, that four days that made its way down the coast. Um, so we were driving through flood-like conditions because we drove up to Gold Coast. We were at Gold Coast for four days for a conference and we're going to come and see you for a couple of days, do SeaWorld and then make our way back home and do a bit of a family holiday at the back of it. Uh, so yeah, we managed to leave on one of the worst days and then it didn't really get any better. So for the first Four days I was at the Gold Coast. It was myself and a set of four-year-old boys just turned four with so much energy to go at this stage and it was literally a cyclone. Oh, no. (laughs) So thank God when we left home, we decided to drive and we decided to take my other half's work ute and we took more than the kitchen sink. We took the laundry sink as well with us. We've taken the bloody laundry, you know, the washing machine pretty much. It was ridiculous. And I had packed, I kid you not, four big moving boxes, like storage boxes full of toys. Oh, wow. And all I can say is thank goodness I did. We needed a trolley, like a full physical trolley to get everything up to this little apartment we were renting for four nights. And thank goodness we did because the kids actually had something to play with. Um, yeah, right. And luckily there was one indoor pool, but it was very stuffy and, you know, the kids would wear out of that in 20 minutes. But we couldn't go bike riding. We couldn't do half of the things. Oh, we no. had little pockets where we would get out here and there, but then you'd inevitably get caught in a massive downpour. And my sensory son, Hunter, just could not deal with it. So by the last two days, I was like, well, stuff it. I'm, I'm just going to stay in and we'll just do activities at home. And then one by one, they started dropping like flies. And 
Uh, you, we didn't actually get them swab tested and my other half went down as well. We were also staying with family for two night, for the few nights at the conference and everybody got wiped out by some sort of flu. Oh. And so then the rest of the holiday, although I must admit I did have one really bad parenting moment because I, I thought the kids were sort of getting a little bit better and I decided to book one night at SeaWorld and then we were going to come and stay with you. Um, yes. And I thought, no, nah, the kids are sort of turning the corner. They'll be right. We'll go and do the SeaWorld thing. The fresh air will be great for them. And you know what four-year-olds are like? They give everything their all no matter how they're feeling. And so we went and did like a little half day at the first day because we had two days and a night's accommodation and then the second day we went back and the kids were just like thought they were doing a bit better so I was like okay we'll go and watch the little dolphin show and it wasn't that much walking and I wasn't exhausting them but Hunter fell asleep at three o'clock in the afternoon at the resort we then packed him into the car we moved to another hotel where we were staying that night and he didn't wake up until six o'clock the next morning oh my gosh (laughs) And I think that was when I realised I need to stop doing everything. These kids are sicker than I thought they were. And they didn't have high temperatures or anything. Just really, then they became very chesty after that. And I felt, and I, I, I don't even know if I should admit it, probably someone's going to call docs on me from listening to this. Oh. But I felt like the worst parent because obviously they were more fatigued than I thought. Absolutely. And we all had a nice time. And as I said, I you know, we did a lot of carrying, but obviously just the stimulation of watching everything was exhausting. And this poor kid slept like 15 hours and I thought, oh my God. Anyway, so then I took them to the hospital and that's when we didn't come and visit you. And, you know, <laughs> they were sick. So, oh, worst parenting moment on holidays. Oh, far out. <laughs> I was so determined to go to SeaWorld. I'm like, oh, I should have just pulled the pin on that. So, and look, the rest of our holiday was, and we, we cancelled everything. We just potted our way down from, from motel to motel, just, you know, nurturing coughs and, and stuff like that to get home. It was a disaster. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you know what's even worse? You paid a fortune for it. Do you know oh, what I mean? I know, I know. Oh, and you're staying at all these what... hotels and you can't yeah. do anything. And no. you have all these wonderful ideas about going places and what you're going to see and you don't. You wake up and you you drive around and then you pack your bags and you go to the next place because there's nothing to do. We should have just pulled the pin and come home. Oh, <laughs> My, to be fair, oh. my other half was happy. You'll love this. My other half was happy because we were because the kids were sick. I, we were doing very little with them, and my mum and dad's like, "Oh, well, I guess just driving around is keeping them in in car seats and keeping them calm and quiet." I should actually say my parents are doctors, so they did give me some reasonable advice. Um, so Chris is like, "Well, we'll just go and visit hardware stores." So we did. <laughs> we visited every single bloody hardware store from On the, the Gold, Gold Coast. Coast to Sydney. We went back down to Sydney for two days because we had time to film. Because <laughs> you had time to spare. <laughs> You know what, though? Your boys probably loved it because I did, and they got a present every single hardware store they went to. <laughs> oh, we've got more kids' oh, no. mini toolkits than you can poke a stick at. It's ridiculous. Oh, but, oh. That's so, so funny. So we didn't quite oh, get to please. catch up with you. We didn't quite have the dream holiday. But, uh, no. yeah, we, again, we all survived and you laugh at it in hindsight. 
You do. Oh, have you ever had a disastrous holiday like that? Oh. We're going to pop a post up on our Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, to find out about your holiday disasters because there's definitely been a few from our end. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. Now, Nix, let's move into our weekly wins and losses. What, what do you want to start with, your weekly win or your weekly loss? Well, considering this is our first week back for the year, um, I'm going to do a win and a loss that are kind of tied in together and they're not recent. Uh, it's actually something that happened to me on holidays. Oh, cool. I like so ones that tie into each other. The Let's loss, hear it. The loss was the fact that, um, as you, as I've just explained, holidays didn't quite go to plan. Lots of rain, lots of flu meant uh, all the evening functions. And there were two evening functions that myself and my other half had decided we were going to go to. And Chris's parents were also up with us because the, the conference bit we were away for was a family work thing. And so I had organised babysitters. Now, on the Ooh, first nice. night that finally I'm going to get a night out without the kids, organise a babysitter. There was a whole bunch of miscommunication, the rain on top of that, and I ended up not being able to go, so I had to cancel the babysitter at the last minute. Oh, no. Kind of crushed, but at the same time. Disappointing. Yeah, at the same time I was like, you know what, it happens. It's okay. I've got another one on Wednesday. Had already booked in the babysitter who I think you gave me the details of. Was so excited. Oh, and yes, this was the yes. big gala night we were going to. The Wednesday morning, Harrison starts going down with the sniffles. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh. And me being me, I'm like, I don't feel good leaving my child with a babysitter when I know he's going, getting sick. And thank God I didn't because, he, you know, they then just got so sick in the next few days despite SeaWorld. Um, I'm so glad that I, I made the decision to stay home for them. But my fail was no parent nights. Oh. But my win was at the very last minute on the Wednesday, because we were staying with in-laws, I had this brainwave of an idea. Like my, my in-laws had to go to the award thing as well, but my um, father-in-law is not particularly social. So I said to him, well, why don't you come home early after the dinner bit and the boys will be asleep by then. Be I will asleep. have given their Panadol. I will have given them their Nurofen. Yeah. They'll be fine. I'll know how sick they are. If they're really super sick and not sleeping, then I won't go. But then if they're go. okay, you can watch them. They'll just be asleep and I'll go out for a bit of a party. So I had a win. <laughs> what an awesome idea. Yeah, so Brilliant we, thinking. We literally tag teamed at this event. He did the whole sit down dinner, um, the, the the beginning of the awards bit, and I subbed in at about 9.30 for a couple of hours. And my God, I haven't been out that late since, well, before the boys were born. <laughs> and didn't know myself. But it meant I got a few hours with Chris and all of his work people, and I got yeah, some nice. adult time. So the loss kind of turned you into were the win. An- Adult. Yes. Yeah. So the, oh, that was fantastic. my holiday win and loss. Oh, well done. I'm so pleased you got to go out. What about you? What was your weekly or holiday, whatever, win and loss? Um, I think for us, it's just returning back to school. Um, as mm. you would, listeners would know, we had a really rough year last year. Yeah. School did not go well for us. 
Um, so I was very nervous. We seem to have a really nice teacher. The kids are in the same class again this year. Um, and we'll talk about more about schooling later on, but we'll do a few segments on that because there's a lot to talk about in that. But they are in the same class this year. Um, this is actually not by my choice this time. This is just circumstantial. They, they technically had to be in the same class. Um, and so I think though our weekly fail definitely continuing on the same theme as last year has been homework. Oh. It's really been difficult for them. Um, so it does look like both children are dyslexic. They're getting full testing done um, in a couple of weeks time. So I'll share all that with you when we know a bit more about it. Mm. But we've really struggled with the homework to the point and I went in to speak to the teacher and um he went and got out um, a, his, Ollie's spelling test book um, to show me and on, there's a sticker on the front that just says tests and so they know which book is which and Ollie had drawn a sad face of him crying <gasps> and that just broke me. I just, I actually had to, because so, the teacher, uh, he's probably half my age for goodness sake, he's a young guy and he's this, mum who just about burst into tears when he showed me and I just I've kind of dropped my sunglasses down because they were on top of my head and I pointed to him I said this breaks my heart yeah and he just went oh yes and anyway so on the back of that though my weekly win is that him and I the teacher and I had a really long talk with thought of a few things that we're going to try and implement. Um, a lot of them are things I'm going to implement from my end and I have asked him to implement in the classroom. He's been really open to it. Um, I'm going to print some things off that Ollie's got as a visual guide. Uh, we're going to make some changes to his homework and um, I don't know, stay tuned. We'll see how it goes. Like at the moment, they're just ideas. Um, I'm really hoping that over the next few days, we'll be able to bring them to life and that um, life will be a bit better. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear there's a strategy in place and we'll, we'll, I look forward to seeing how you go with it. Oh, look, if it works, it's, you know, it's going to make everyone's life easier because no mum or dad or any, you know, any relative that's dealing with homework likes to be standing over them. You know. oh, look, don't start me. My kids aren't even at school yet. I think there's a whole oh, other conversation in this and I already think totally. there's too much pressure on homework. So I'm a, yeah, we'll oh, come yeah. back to that one. Absolutely. Uh, look, in the meantime, share your wins and losses with us. Yep, head to our Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. Uh, we love to celebrate your wins. We love to commiserate with your losses and half the time your losses are something that we've already been through. So or share away. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> And we'll um, come back to you next week. Next week, what are we going to talk about next? I'm actually going to share something that um, happened to me on holidays. And we're going to talk about a quite a big topic about mum shaming. Um, oh. I had a couple of incidents that happened while I was away. I, I can't wait to share them with you and just make people understand how sometimes words can be so hurtful. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Um, it doesn't sound like it's going to be something that I – want to hear about but I think it's something that's important and we all need to share we'll do that next week on Talking Twins it's Talking Twins and more with Nick's and Naomi thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyangley.com